0: Hi, I'm Anthony Mindel. Welcome to In The Moment, a podcast on acting, art, and life. In this series, I'm talking to AMAW alumni, students, and clients about the challenges of acting and the joys of being a creator in the 21st century. For more information, go to anthonymindel.com, or you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. I hope you enjoy. In this episode, Tony talks to actress Vicky Judi, they talk about all things "Orange is the New Black," spirituality, and taking the leap of faith. Hi, welcome to In the Moment podcast, and my guest today is the talented, beautiful, amazing, and hilarious Vicky Judy. Hi. Hi. We always say that we have like an applause button where we want to hear the audience like applaud for our listeners. So, you you've been on "Orange is the New Black" for how many seasons?
1: five seasons.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah. Gainfully employed.
0: Yes. So since the beginning.
1: Since the pilot.
0: Whoa. But it, it films in, in New York, right? In, in New Hill. Jersey. So, right? Oh,
1: no. It films or, in Queens. of Queen. right. Queens.
0: Sorry. of Queens
1: at Kaufman Studios.
0: Okay. Whoa. So, and then you just decided to move out here this year?
1: And then I decided to move out here, picked up my bags, didn't think about it, just came.
0: Whoa. Yeah. So, like, because why? if I
1: think, I won't do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what made you like just decide it was time? Cause you, so you were living in New York.
1: I was living in New York. Uh-huh. I decided it was time because I just needed a change. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be in a different environment, a different atmosphere, and to tackle the entertainment industry here in L.A.
0: And how's it going?
1: It's going great. <laughs> I'm making lots of like great friends. Yeah. Um, I love my manager, he's amazing. And I love the weather. The weather is amazing as it well. Like,
0: yeah. It's pretty I mean nowadays I like to joke it's like global warming everywhere, so it's like kinda nice everywhere you go, but you know, <laughs> in an extreme way, which it shouldn't be, but um but yeah, it is actually pretty nice out here.
1: But I do miss New York though. My entire oh, family is yes. York. they are right. all in New York City. they are all in New York.
0: Like, what are your plans for next year? Is it is this show going again one more year? Or well,
1: currently for season six, uh-huh. I'm not on season six oh. at the moment.
0: Whoa, okay.
1: However. I'm moving on to, like, bigger and better horizons. But yeah, just filming with Orange was amazing. An amazing experience the past five years. And I'm excited to, like, what's the next part of my adventure? Yeah.
0: No, I think it's important for actors to just... It's easy to stay in something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I was joke in class, like whether it's a relationship or, you know, actors are so hungry to work and when you get work sometimes you just want to stay there even if it's maybe not as fulfilling as it could be. I'm not talking about this show. I'm just using right. this as a general sort of thing whereas, you know, our spirit wants us to like explore something deeper or take a risk and move to another city or, you know. Oh,
1: I I definitely agree. And then I think for me, like my fulfillment doesn't come from I'm working on a show. It comes like whenever I feel like I'm exploring something new. So just like even being in class. Vicki, you're the real deal.
0: You are able to like go from like making us laugh one minute to like crying the next and then being scared, (laughs) (laughs) which are amazing qualities to have. There's like such a dangerous quality about you. And I mean that in the fact that, you know, I've been teaching for over 20 years and this element of surprise when an actor surprises you and because of the school and the way that we work, you know that it's not planned. So the no. fact that the moment is evoking it out of you and you go there is even more like I'm getting goosebumps.
1: No, I, I, I love that. I love the fact that you can't plan anything. It's about showing up and being present. And also it's just a chance to explore. Yeah so for me, being in class is, hey, it's a chance to explore and I think it's so important as actors, like when you look at athletes, they're always training. Like That's if right. you look at Serena, she's always practicing. So I feel, I believe the same thing in terms of being an actor. You should always be performing. So if you're not working on a show, you're probably doing a play or you're in class or, you know, just even like gathering together with your friends and. Just saying, hey, let's play around.
0: Mm-hmm. Doing a reading, or just mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's true about Serena, like, right? She just had a baby, and she's she like back amazing. out on the court. Yeah, you amazing. know, you're right. It is the truth about athletes. Like, yeah, I think I think actors forget that because, or also when you get some sort of success or you booked a job, I think sometimes they think that that's like they're set, you know? And no. As you know, <laughs> she's shaking her head. She, and her like, eyes got really no. good. No, it doesn't quite no work like that. there's like the next level, That's right. there's like
1: so many other things that you're dealing with that people don't actually get to
0: see. I have an actress who's the lead on this show, nice. and last year she was on this, uh, another show for the same network, but she was saying how now, because of these last two years being on a show, like, she's gotten to a new level in her career and the kind of things that she can get seen for and the appointments she's getting. But she's, like, it's so crazy because she's, like, at the bottom of a new level. So she, she got to the top of where she is. That broke her into being the lead on a show. Right. But now she's going out for bigger and weirder, different things that she's, like, you know, it's, like, going opposite Julia Roberts, i say. It's not Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know what I mean? It's so interesting, right?
1: That's exactly how it is. And it's so funny because I see so many other actors, I think they look at me and they're like, yeah, that's where I need to go. And you've made it. Oh my God. And give me, tell me everything that you did. What's the formula? And
0: (laughs) And you're like, I uh, don't know what's the formula. Yeah. There is no formula.
1: There is none. Like
0: there's no recipe. No. That's the thing. Mm -mm. Why do you think that is Why do you think people think that there is, there's like a quick fix for, you know what I mean?
1: I think it's because of, like, the society that we live in right Mm -hmm. now. I think everything is so fast-paced. Like, when you look at technology and social media, like, everything is now in in the moment. And we're no longer waiting for things anymore. It's, like, instant gratification. And I always tell people, to me, acting is almost like being a doctor. Like, you go to school, and then you're doing your residency, and then, like, who knows? For some people, it's different. For some people, it's just, okay, like, right away, but... Everyone, we're all an individual in our journey, and we just have to embrace that.
0: So, were you acting as a as a as a kid, or did you start? Like, what's your what? How did you come <laughs> up? Did you go to college? Um, like, I did go to college. Uh-huh.
1: I went to college um, in New York. I studied with Anthony Apeson. Mm-hmm. I love him. He mm-hmm. actually has a similar approach to you. Oh, cool! I, I always I, call him my white pappy. He's like a seventy-year-old <laughs> like hippie, oh, he's been, he's okay. so yeah. he's oh, so amazing. Cool. And from there, my journey pretty much was, I'm not making enough money to pay the rent, and I need to get a day job. So my day job, I ended up working for the government. I was um, a contractor for the government for the U.S. Department of Labor.
0: Do you have, like, clearance? <laughs> <laughs> I actually oh really love that
1: job. I had no idea, I and mean, people were always asking me. They were asking me at that time how did you get that job? That job is so amazing. And it's like, I don't know, like Jesus, God. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this was during, obviously the Obama administration, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And, but so you were like acting during the day and then you were like, okay, I got to find a, Yeah, Yeah. so
1: I was acting, yeah. uh, Well, I was working, I had like my day job with a contractor as a government, and then after work I was making sure that I was in some sort of acting class, and then on the weekends I was trying to build my reel, Uh and that's what I was doing in Atlanta, Georgia.
0: Okay.
1: And then I had a family emergency that brought me to New York, and I had to make a decision between going full-time with my day job and just taking a leap of faith and just pursuing this full time. So I ended up taking the leap of faith because my mother passed away unexpectedly. And it just showed me that life is so short. So to just embrace the moment. So I could have played it safe Mm. and I would have been making a pretty nice paycheck consistently. (laughs) (laughs) Bi-weekly. But it's definitely, definitely great. I love the way I'm living my life now.
0: But you know, as Jim Carrey, I think his dad said, or no, Jim Carrey was saying about his dad. Because his dad had some sort of like um, I don't know it was a car salesman or something like that, and he was saying, you know, you can even fail at your plan B. I think it was based on his dad. This is not quite the exact right quote, but like basically, his dad had a, a dream, but then didn't go for it and decided to do something else, right? Like mm-hmm. a more labor-intensive job, but then also that kind of failed. And he was he was just saying like if you don't go for it and you settle for something, you can fail in that as well. So if you're going to fail, fail upward. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. Fall upward. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I
1: definitely agree.
0: You're so inspiring. I love Vicki. I am. I am a little obsessed you. with you. I told you that the other day. Okay, fun fact. <laughs> you know, I really am. You know, Sean Riley at our school it was like, you need to work with Vicki. Like, oh, I love,
1: I love foundation.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah it's, why, yeah. it's like, it really starts to expand the sort of mind about like, what's possible for acting, you know what I mean? Yeah, you came to this class the other day, and I was like, you know, I'm a little obsessed with you. <laughs> yeah. But now, how did you find our school? Because, like, I guess...
1: Bijan! Oh!
0: Bijan is... Bijan is amazing!
1: I is, saw him do, um, what was it, Closer? Oh, he's ama-
0: Oh, yes, he's amazing. So, how do you know Bijan? Just, like, actor well, friends? Well, we and, were
1: working... Well, we were working out at Barry's... <laughs> There is boot camp. I live in West Hollywood. He's in Leho as well. And he approached me and he said, We have some mutual friends and you know, you should call me. We should work out together. I was like, Okay.
0: <laughs> that is so I was like, exotic. Sure. I was like,
1: You know what? I'm new. Yeah. I don't have any friends here. Let's yeah. make some friends.
0: Oh my gosh. And then, then he was like, Hey, you should come check out the school.
1: He told me I should come in see him perform the scene closer. Oh, I love and I it. And said, of course. <laughs> and then Julie Lake said wonderful things oh, yeah. about the school as She's well. She's
0: amazing, too. She's mm-hmm. like...
1: She's doing her own thing. I can't wait.
0: Yeah. Um, in
1: terms of everything, like the whole horror and... I think that's cool.
0: I mean, uh, what do you think about that, too, Miguel? Like, I mean, I think that's we're living in a time, too, where while you get traditional work and you pursue traditional you know, like some of our listeners, like you have a manager and an agent, and that's great, but some people don't, right? And you, well, even though you're taking a traditional path, it's like also being open to, everybody's got great ideas, you know what I mean?
1: Definitely. And coming up with your
0: own content, or...
1: Definitely, coming up with your own content, gathering like a good um, core amount of friends where you guys feel like you'll be dedicated in order to like write something, produce something for yourself. It's definitely like one of the ways to go.
0: So what's so how did you end up getting *Oranges is the new black? How did that all come about?
1: I auditioned. <laughs> um, I remember so that same week that Who same passed week. That?
0: Bernie Telsey's office? No.
1: Jen Houston. uh
0: uh-huh. Okay. Hi
1: Jen. Jen is amazing.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she loves actors. She always gives yeah, new okay. actors I know a that. chance. Okay. So with me. <laughs> So the same week that I happened to audition for Orange is the New Black was the same week that I had a job offer. Because by this time, so I was living in New York. For the contract work. Um, mm-hmm, okay. So, um, 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 um. <laughs> what person says, um, and likes in all of her interviews? <laughs> So, I'm living in New York. My mom had just passed away. I decided to move in with my dad because I wanted to make sure that my dad was okay. And the plan was to stay in New York for a year and then to go back to working for the government. However, I feel like God had just other plans for me. So, I'm in New York and I'm saving my money. It's been a year and I get a job offer to move to North Carolina. And by this point, it's been a year. I spent all of my money and it's like, you know what? I need another job.
0: Mm-hmm. Not an acting job offer. No, no I just okay. needed
1: a, 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 a job, job. job just to yeah. like pay, it. Just yeah. pay off the bills. And my manager at the time sent me the audition for Orange. And I look at it and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go in. And I remember going in and I remember removing all of my makeup because I had a commercial audition right before. So mm-hmm. I removed all of my makeup in the bathroom, wore some sweatpants, went in. And I actually messed up. We <laughs> were doing the sides and, like, casting. They were reading so fast, and I couldn't keep up. And <laughs> I just remember looking. And she said, do you know your lines? And I was like, yes, I know my lines. <laughs> and by this time, I'm aggravated because I know I need to go back home. I need to pack because tomorrow, the next day, I need to leave to North Carolina. Whoa. So she said, let's start again. Did it again. Said Goodbye. Packed my, went back to New York, packed my bags, went to North Carolina. That was on a Friday. Whoa. Monday, started the new job, and then I get a phone call saying, hey, you, you you got it. Oh. And I was like, what? I was like, you know what? If you think I'm coming back to New York for a callback, I am not coming back. Because right now, I am making money. No, 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 you, I'm not coming back till I see a contract. (laughs) So then my manager called me the next day.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: And she said, Vicky, this is serious. And I'm like, hmm. And then it wasn't until the costume department called, called me. You? And they said, yeah, Vicky, we need you to come on Thursday at 12. I was like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to like the boss. I was like, I'm sorry. I had an emergency. I have to leave. Oh, and it just like, went all the way back to. Whoa, you know, that's a like, crazy
0: story. Yeah,
1: and you know what? Here's something that I do want to share with everyone, mm-hmm. especially because of this whole thing with social media. So when I moved to New York, it was like a devastating time. My mom had just unexpectedly passed away. She wasn't sick. It was just a freak accident. Then I'm living at home, so I went from living in Atlanta, having an amazing apartment on the 17th floor, making great money. And now it's like I'm living back home with my dad always calling me like Where, Where are, are you? you? It's, it's midnight, and, and you're it's like, like I'm a grown ass. Yeah, woman. like yeah. I'm dad. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm at a party, and then I pick up my phone. My friends are showing my showing me my phone, and it says Dad. And I'm like, dad, <laughs> dad, leave me alone. So it's, it's a, it was a mix of my mom dying, living at home, and I remember going through Facebook and going through social media and just feeling so depressed. Because now I'm feeling that my life doesn't matter. It's like, where, where am I heading? And I remember just taking a break and getting off social media. Mm-hmm. And I was journaling. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't worried about what anyone else was doing. That's and I was right. like, you know what? I'm just going to go to class. I'm auditioning. I'm building my reel. I'm praying. I'm meditating. That was the best decision. And then that's when Orange came
0: whoa
1: so I always feel like whenever you need to take a break from social media and don't copy anyone because there's no one like you so
0: well that's that was a little bit of a long no, ramble, That's no it, it's so inspiring no. and I think for people not just I, you know it's not just young people anymore it's also older people in the business too I think the pressure they feel of having to stay relevant on social media in some way and how you know obviously we've talked about it in class too like how it really leads to more anxiety and depression and compare and disparism, and like, you know, I often get asked for actors like, well, how do I get millions of followers? So we become obsessed with like, you know, half that isn't even any real real anyway. You know what I mean? Like, it's so it's so insane to me. So that's really beautiful that you were like, I'm just gonna do me. Yeah. You know what I'm I mean? Do me. Yeah. I'm and really that you also can get like, I also think actors are also mm, Sometimes trying to do those other things, like worrying about getting millions of followers instead of working on their craft and working on what they can work on for themselves emotionally and develop as an actor, right? Mm -hmm. So they put the cart before the horse. But you're like a testament to like, well, it wasn't really even about that. It's not like you had millions of followers, right? Like you weren't subscribing to the social media bandwagon and you were just doing you. And then you got the job anyway.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you got even, Yeah. And then even... (laughs) even after getting the job I still didn't join social media right mm. away it was my friends telling me like you really you need, need to get, to get on my cast like, yeah. like hello Jackie yeah. Cruz who plays Flocka uh-huh, yeah. like girl they're asking like you need to get on and then I got on like I mean even today I this is like my first time logging on social media in like maybe three months
0: whoa so you're really that's, you're a major sometimes I just
1: take a break it's like yeah. whatever the world will still continue that's right Everyone will be posting a selfie, it's and same. it's like Kim Kardashian is doing this, and yeah, it's the same thing all the time. And the I, I just need my space.
0: That's amazing. What sign are you, Becky?
1: Hmm?
0: What sign? Yeah,
1: I am an Aquarius. I'm an Aquarius. January twenty third. oh my best friend. Are you an Aquarius too? Because if okay you shaking your head. What's your sign?
0: I'm a Capricorn, so just before. Oh, you're, you're like my dad. 14, that's what Very hardworking well. people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're very hardworking. Yeah. And I'm just like that too. I would be calling you up, being like, "Where are you? <laughs> it's midnight. Get your ass!" Home. <laughs> I'm like a parent to like ten thousand hours. Kikin, Kikin,
1: Kikin. Where are you? Where are you, Kikin?
0: What is he? Where is he from? Originally? Haiti. So we're Haitian. Whoa. Yeah.
1: Do you speak French,
0: or is it... French Is my Haitian? first language,
1: but I actually, I don't remember
0: it. Whoa. And I feel bad about that. So wait, both of your parents are Haitian?
1: Mm-hmm, they're from Port-au-Prince, which Whoa. is the capital
0: I've League. never been.
1: Oh, it's beautiful. Whoa. It's beautiful. You can't believe everything that you see on no, the No, I don't.
0: I mean... But
1: it's beautiful. But they
0: have been devastated by the, by um, the earthquake, earthquake. yeah. And
1: then the hurricane. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that happened a couple weeks ago in terms of the gasoline prices. Yes, there was
0: something I saw, yeah.
1: Yeah. So. I'm So, So my name is really Vicky Judy.
0: Judy. We were wondering that. Yeah, I was like, I don't think...
1: Everyone always says, Vicky Judy, Vicky Judy. No, I figured it was, yeah,
0: Vicky Judy. Mm -hmm. It's so much prettier. Thank you. Sorry. My (laughs) guest today is Vicky Judy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Vicky Thursday. (laughs)
0: Is that what it means? Thursday mm-hmm. means, means
1: Thursday. Means in Thursday.
0: In Vicky Thursday. That's my new nickname for you. Vicky Thursday. VJ. <laughs> Whoa! So, but Vicky, so when you booked Orange, that was its first season, so it wasn't mm-hmm. even on air yet, right? No. So you didn't even know what a phenomenon it was going to be.
1: No, we had no idea. Whoa!
0: That was a groundbreaking show.
1: Groundbreaking. That show. That was groundbreaking
0: for Netflix, right? That was their first. Big mammoth, like award-winning hit, from what I remember, right? Yes. And and just the show is mm-hmm. groundbreaking.
1: Oh, definitely. And it started off with House of Cards. That's right. Arrested Development. That's right. That whole
0: time, yeah, yeah. And yeah.
1: then Orange is the New Black. So we changed the way people actually watch TV. That's now. what I mean. feel like, yeah. Orange is the new black, and everyone associated with that show, we're going to be in history box. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> in terms of. Changing the way people we binge on TV. Yeah,
0: no, that's right. Whoa, we binge. Well, so tell us, like, what's like, what, what's next for you? Like, what do you, what are your hopes for yourself, or the things that are interesting to you that you'd like to be doing more of now? For? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I think for me, the most important thing is always growing. As a human being, like that's the number one thing in my heart all the time. Also, in terms of the work, it's to always to grow. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast, my worth is not defined if I'm on a TV show or Broadway. Just the fact that I'm taking control and it's, you know what, I really want to play this character in class or I want to meet with my friends and like, let's do this. That's fulfilling to me. Like I don't have any anxiety in terms of, Oh my god, like what's next? I'm like completely calm. Right. And I'm also like very specific too. Like sometimes my team will go ahead and they'll send me something and it's no, I'm not doing that. I don't I I don't feel like it's something that I want to express or that it's bringing a greater good uh-huh. mm-hmm. to the world mm-hmm. so I'm also very selective mm-hmm. in what I decide to do so I think for me I would love to do romantic comedies I think people they don't know how funny I am just naturally I do. <laughs>
0: am <laughs> saying. Yes. Yeah.
1: And then my friends, are always telling me, like, Vicky, like, the things that come out of your mouth, or you're so different from Janae, I'm completely different from Janae and Watson, and I yeah. love her, like, but it was just so much fun. But doing romantic comedies, um, producing work, and I don't know, I guess, like, not having any limits. It doesn't only have to be... Acting. I think it's whatever I decide to dive into, Mm -hmm. that's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Even like being an entrepreneur or focusing on like holistic health or healthy eating. That's what I want. Whatever, like just no limits.
0: Well, I think it's it's interesting because my last guest, she was really young. She was a child actor and she was just talking about how it's important for actors not to just think about themselves as actors. You know what I mean? That's something we talk about a lot at the school that we sometimes define ourselves just through the work we do or yeah. the job we book mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's not healthy. No, I yeah, think like you'll you can go be, crazy. Yeah, you will go crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah. If that's like the only reason why you're waking up. No, yeah. But it, can't, it can't be... It can't well, it's also not
0: sustainable, bad. is it, right? Like, because then you'll get work, <laughs> sometimes you'll get work and you'll be like... I mean, it's great. You're in a position where you can turn down some things. You're like, yeah, that's just not what I'm vibing with. But some people take those jobs. Even
1: though I do need the money. No, no, no. I get it. Yeah, it doesn't. But sometimes
0: you do those jobs and you're like, Jesus, is this what I signed up for? You know what I mean? I think there's often that sort of come to Jesus moment about the business. You know, that's Mm -hmm. what's kind of brutal about it. Yeah. Um, Not to get all... (laughs) Our listeners get all sad. But it's the truth. I, I
1: think also being completely calm, and peaceful. And I think that comes through prayer and Mm -hmm. it comes through meditation. Mm -hmm. Because I could be freaking out like, well, what's the next day? But I know know my value. I know my work. And I know what I can bring. And I know the type of person that I am. So one, if you don't select me, it's your loss. Bam! Bam! (laughs) Two, I know my worth. And I know what I want. And the person that I'm striving every day to become. So, it really doesn't matter, like, what's going on. It's just me and my life. I love Sydney Portier. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite mm-hmm. books is The Measure of a Man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Specifically in that book, he states how, I guess it's the 60s. If you think about it, it's the 60s. This is a black man who's an immigrant with an accent. And he's working in the entertainment in industry. an actor, no less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... I think he had like a dry spell and he was actually working at a restaurant washing dishes Whoa. and his agent called him and offered him this part and he refused to take the part. The part was offering tons of money mm-hmm. and he refused to do it because he said it did not represent a po- the image of a positive black man, mm-hmm. whatever the role was. So his agent came all the way to the restaurant, walked to the back where he was washing dishes And told him, so you'd rather wash dishes than to play this part that's going to give you thousands of dollars every week. And he said, yes, because it's about my integrity and this is what I want. My whole purpose is I want to put positive images of the black man on screen. And I remember reading that book a long time ago, like years, like pre-Orange. And that's just something that always just stood out to me. Mm I love that. That, that takes, is so powerful. Yeah, it's yeah. powerful. It takes balls. It's, and also it's like you're faith. leaving a paycheck. Yeah. Like, I, I love it. Like, everything about that. I need to, like, reread um, that book again. But, oh, I love it. I love Sydney, Mr. Sydney Portier. Like.
0: But also, it takes faith that something is going to come. And, you know what I mean? That you don't have to settle, mm-hmm. you know? It does. Uh, you know, it's so interesting how so many things are driven by the monetary aspect of it, you know, even back then, you know, mm-hmm. well, so you, you mentioned, you know, prayer and meditation, like what's your practice that gives you fulfillment? Practice? And like, if you could talk about it, you know <laughs> what I mean? Some people are private about
1: Oh no, their... no, it's okay. Well, I'm still working on this because sometimes I have a tendency, I wake up, lately, I wake up and it's like, oh, I'm going to reach for the phone and reach for social uh-huh. media yes. only because I've been like, just working on it behind the scenes. But usually it's, turning off my phone at nighttime and using a regular alarm clock to wake me up. So then this way I'm not tempted to go grab my phone. So old school, get an alarm (laughs) clock and stop using your
0: phone.
1: And from there, it's just taking a moment, breathing. Um, I definitely love opening the scripture. I love opening the Bible and just like reflecting on anything that I feel like is speaking to me today. Or in terms of like one of my favorite scripture is, don't worry about anything. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything and give thanks to God.
0: That's also like having faith and, and having a spiritual connection in trusting that things unfold in God time or universal time or you know a different kind of intelligence than always humanity's ego time. But I planted these lilies. My mom, I got these bulbs when I went to go visit my parents in the Midwest. And I contrabanded them on the airplane. I thought I was going to get like, you know, uh-huh. they were going to, security was going to take them away. And I was like, wait a minute. These are like flower bulbs. I think it's fine. <laughs> but anyway, I planted them and they're not growing yet. Maybe because it's been a thousand degrees. But I, I want to like dig them up to see, but you can't, right? Mm-hmm. That's like, you have to have faith and fertilize. You know what That's I
1: mean? That's the metaphor for life. That's it. You just and have to fertilize. Trust. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, that things are working even though you can't see anything
0: it's so true like what's happening behind the scenes which is also the the metaphor for all of it like acting like you know I think it's like you're doing it all the time but like you go and see a performance or you go and see a movie and I think actors think like and you were on a show for five years for God's sake so you know like even though the finished product is there you were like well that wasn't necessarily flawless to get there it's freaking work Oh, or yeah, maybe they even work. use the worst take and you're like, Jesus, why did they use that take? But we don't see that in context. You know what I mean? No, yeah. and then
1: I feel like even as I look back, it's like, oh my goodness, Vicky, you were so big <laughs> you were so showing. It's like, yeah. oh you know what you still so grow. Uh-huh. But hey, yeah. that's why That's great learning. That's why that. I like having the discipline of, yeah. you know what? I'm in class. I'm yeah. still learning. I don't think I've made it or I've I've got the whole thing. It's just
0: I love learning. that you say that though. because what, what am I what do I often talk to you about in class? about trusting oh. oh honey child she does it <laughs> 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 miss Vicky <laughs> Joudet Vicky Thursday it is Friday so tell me what am I what was I telling you in this scene from final placement that you can trust that you don't have to oh
1: work so that's hard right. so <laughs> that's
0: great that you can go back and look at a season and like oh you know what I mean Oh, yeah. It's subtle, but it's still a, a real thing. Oh, definitely. I really respect that. I really just res- like,
1: stay in your space. That's right. Vocal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I really respect that. Like, I work with so many working actors that that, that it'd be easy to just be like, yeah, I'm like, that they want to really work, work on themselves mm-hmm. and that there's stuff to learn and grow. Learning is so amazing to me. I think so, too. You it's, know? it's
1: funny because one of my friends was telling me somebody had told him, why is she in class? Like, why is she doing this? And I feel like you need to take it as a sport. That's right. <laughs> you always need to practice. You always need to, like, learn never stopped growing well that's
0: just ego too like right you know what I mean like, that is ego yeah it's ego for sure you know I get sometimes I've had famous people who like love class and they I think they get intimidated by people coming and watching them but, but nobody's but, but again that's a great irony nobody's watching you and judging you like oh she was on Orange is the New Black and she's in class they're like oh god I wish I could be that brave or I wish I could you know but I mean some people get really scared having to like do work in front of other people um, you know mm-hmm. it's, it can be intimidating right. you know um, well, I like to end the podcast asking some questions, like a, a speed round.
1: Oh, boy. Uh,
0: yes. <laughs> One thing I love about Vicky is, like, everybody knows I cry a lot because I get just not overwhelmed. I'm just, I'm not overwhelmed by feeling at all. I just feel a lot. <laughs> and everybody in cl- I like crying the other day in class and, like, Vicky is laughing at me crying.
1: <laughs> I think it's so cute. I think it's so cute whenever I see man um uh, fine because oh, you don't
0: see it. that in society okay so vicky let's do a speed round
1: all right let's do the speed
0: who's round. your celebrity crush
1: oh right now i really like michael b jordan
0: uh-huh. he's really cute uh-huh
1: and
0: oh yeah more than one
1: i like sydney okay yeah
0: he's like still Canada. alive isn't he yeah. yeah he's still alive yeah
1: I think he's like eighty yeah. something, yeah, yeah, and it's so cute. I think I was reading an article the other day. He was at Whole Foods and he's shopping, and people are approaching him. I love that. I think there's something like so humble about. You know, I'm just at Whole Foods pushing my cart. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute when you think about it. Well,
0: I think people get intimidated by. Celebrity, but what, you're a normal human being. Oh what my goodness! I be, know everyone
1: at Trader Joe's but, by name. But
0: wouldn't you love it if somebody came up to you and was like, "You know what? I watch your work, and you really are powerful, and you move me." Oh. You See what I mean? Oh, yeah, like that's definitely. a really beautiful. But people get scared. They're like, "I think people want to hear that we make a difference." You know?
1: No. Yeah. No.
0: So, I listeners, if you see a celebrity, go up and tell them you're a fan of their work.
1: Yeah, you could definitely say hi.
0: What's one thing you can't do without? It doesn't have to be a thing. It could be. Oh, for me? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, um... Why am I thinking so much? This is a speed round. I know, these
0: are hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chapstick. Um,
1: oh, yeah.
0: Chapstick lips. is essential. I hate
1: licking my lips. Oh, that's bad. If it's... Yeah.
0: If you could only take one thing on an island, what would it be? Chapstick? My iPad. Okay. What not, what not digitally would you take?
1: Oh, um... Because the
0: batteries would die down on the island anyway, eventually. It would.
1: would, um, My photo album.
0: Oh, nice. Do they still have those anymore? Okay. I I won't judge you for it. Let me look through my photo album. Let me look. look. (laughs) Do you, do, what is that called, like crafting? Do you like craft your photo album? Do you like, I do. Oh my I God. I do. And I'm so slurs. excited
1: because now I have a Polaroid camera. Oh, so that is kind wait. of fun. Oh my goodness. I am so excited. Guess what? So my best friend is here. Oh, nice. She's 89 years old. Uh, She's going to be 90 in November. Whoa. So I spoke to her yesterday. Her name is Antoinine. We call her princess. Oh. And she's here in West Hollywood. She came here to visit. So I'm going to spend the day with her
0: on Monday. Oh my god! I did
1: tell them that I have class at
0: 6, <laughs> six o'clock. Yeah, I was like,
1: anything <laughs> before <laughs> 6.
0: Aww. Whoa. But I'm so
1: excited. I'm so, I can't wait to see her.
0: She could come to class, but that might be a lot. There's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think okay. that's a lot for her. What's your favorite film? Ooh. Of all time? Or just your favorite film?
1: Waterfront. Oh, oh yeah,
0: that's Western pretty great. Fan. She was amazing in that movie as well, mm-hmm. Ava Marie Saint. Yeah. And you know the story about the glove moment, you know, where they're walking and they're, he's kind of flirting with her. And he takes her glove uh-huh. and p- tries to put it on his hand. Uh-huh. And then he drops it. That was all in the moment. None of it rehearsed. None of it planned. None of it talked about. And they actually think they used the take that, because it was a walking and talking shot, there's no cutaway, that he drops it on the floor and picks it up or on the, on the sidewalk or the playground. I love it. And they just... They both dealt with each other in the moment. That's such a testimony to the moment, you know? I love it. Um, if you weren't an actor, what would you be?
1: Ooh, a nutritionist.
0: Oh, nice. Okay.
1: And a holistic doctor as well. Actually, I have been debating, like, I struggle back and forth because I feel like I would love to go back to school, but then I suck at science. <laughs> it's like, uh... But I am really passionate about... Food and nutrition and how it works.
0: Mm, interesting. Yeah. What's a one takeaway? You. What's something from AMAW? You've. Is a takeaway.
1: I love the fact that there is no rehearsing with your partner There yes. is no planning thing. I know. It's, just it's so in the moment, taboo. and it's like picking up the script. Go. Yeah. Don't think about it. It's almost as if being a kid. That's like right. kids They don't worry about anything. That's it's like, right. They I'm a princess.
0: That's right. I just what? do it.
1: I'm the princess of the kitchen
0: <laughs> You're like, oh my god it's so right the princess of the kitchen
1: yeah <laughs> something random
0: <laughs> but they commit to it they do and then all of a sudden you see the princess of the kitchen oh you know yeah what i mean and then adults just get so self-conscious <laughs> last question how would you define love
1: i would describe love as agape
0: Oh my God, agape is one of my favorite words. It is? Yes. I have no
1: idea. Yes.
0: <laughs> I use it and people are like, is that the church? Which is great. But like, no, it's it's divine love. It's God love.
1: Yeah, it's a divine love. And I feel like it's something. I love that, agape. Yeah. As like humans, like, it's, yeah, it's something like beyond us. I love agape love. Uh-huh. Because it's always, it always gives you a second chance. And it's kind and it's patient. Because you think about human beings, like, I know my attention span is short sometimes. <laughs> it's like, whatever. But agape love, yeah, it's it's divine love. It is divine yeah. love. Yeah.
0: Uh well Vicky Jude. We're so excited to like And Vicky where can people find you? Like you so you're on Instagram. I'm back
1: on the gram, you guys <laughs> Did you see my post? I posted today after like three months of dropping off the planet Whoa, okay. and travelling. I went to Puerto Rico. But yeah, I'm on Instagram Vicky D- Judy V-I-C-K-Y-J-E-U-D-Y. and I'm back.
0: Awesome, and I'm sure you will be making Yay, announcements of upcoming great. projects and stuff. Bye. Oh, whoa, you are back on the grid. I okay, the grid. I have to follow you, Vicki. I'm not, I didn't even do that yet. I have to follow okay. you. Okay, yeah, yeah, I will. Okay, thanks for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. Awesome.